Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking BS. My name is Van Santos and as always I'm joined by my old pal Corey Bell. We went a little hard last week on our cold call. Got a little heated, rightfully so, uh, but as we usually do, we swung back the other way this week. With that being said, who doesn't love a wedding? Corey and I talked about all things wedding, from bachelor parties to wedding food, speeches, and music, all the way to honeymoons. You're now listening to episode 12, titled Wedding Season. This is Talking BS. Can I just tell you that one of the biggest things that has really hurt my feelings over the past year is not being able to really do weddings? No weddings. It's been sad. It's, uh, you know what? I feel like this is more of a, a feminine girly topic, and I don't know why it should be. Why can't a guy get excited about a wedding? I mean, weddings are a blast. A blasty blast. I, there have only been a few weddings that I've not had fun at. Name their names right now. Now that I'm thinking about it out loud... I don't know if I've ever had a bad time at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, weddings are fun. It's like, you know, we're at the age, right, where like everybody is either kind of getting married, right? You know, so we get to do, I mean, dude, how, it generally. How many weddings have you been to? Uh, a million. I mean, it's been quite a bit. It's been quite a bit. It's double digits by a lot. Yeah. It's got to be like. I'm not in I'm, triple digits. I, no. I'm not, definitely not in triples. Oh, I don't even think I'm at 50. I think I'm at like 30. Yeah, twenty to thirty. Yeah, it's a, it's a solid range. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah, but yeah, we're just you know we're at the age where everybody's kind of making that that decision, right, and, and kind of going down that path. True. And uh, so we we were talking and trying to figure out the topic for this week and everything, and you know naturally uh, this is coming up for you guys, you know. So it was kind of a, a fun little one to have a little bit of fun with. I think this will be a, a cool one, something that. You know, we can talk to the, the business behind the wedding and then just some uh, some of our fondest memories and all this stuff associated with the, with the wedding week, the wedding weekend, the wedding ceremony. I am an ordained minister, and I have been uh, practicing that on the side. So if you, need a, if you need a minister, guys, you know, hit me up. Boom. Hit, hit, me, hit me up on the DMs. That's what the kids say, right? That's the thing. I think it's something like that. Um, all right, so weddings. All things weddings from... Are we going to go into engagements or, ah, not really. No, that's not as much social. We'll skip yeah. that. No, um, we'll, we'll do, we'll do, we'll start, let's start with the, the bachelor, bachelorette. Let's start there. We know a lot about that here in Nashville with, uh, bachelorette the, the was, or I would assume we will be again, the, the bachelor or bachelorette capital of the world. Is there Pro- a lot of bachelor parties here? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Huh. Where the bachelorette parties go, the bachelor parties follow. Yeah, Think about point. that, right? So, yes, we got a lot of bachelor bachelorette parties uh, here in Nashville. It's a very popular location, which is funny because when it comes down to like any of my friends from Nashville trying to do theirs, for the most part, nobody really wants to to stay here and do anything because it's like it's the most tourist you know thing to do. Although, I would imagine that coming from the outside in, 
it would be an absolute blast to come here if you didn't see this place all of the time. So um, what, okay, so we've each had our own bachelor parties, but outside of our own, what, what would be like your favorite bachelor party and what, what like makes a good bachelor party for you? So, all right, you got the generic ones, especially for the guys, right? Uh, you know, the strippers and like all that kind of, I'm not, I've never been, like, that's just not been me. It's not my thing. It's never been, it's never been my deal. It's just not my thing. I don't know. And I'm not saying it because my wife will listen to this later. <laughs> that is, that is legitimate. Jonah, earmuffs, earmuffs, <laughs> earmuffs. But I just, I, I don't know. I, I've never, you know, that one last hurrah. I don't care, man. Like, nah. you know, let's just, let's just go have some fun. I'd rather, I'd rather go out. You know, we're, we're planning yours, right? We're planning yours right now. We're trying to figure that out. And one of the, the leading contender, uh, it looks like, is to basically just get a cabin in the woods with a bunch of dudes, some cigars, some, uh, some beer, and just hanging out, you that's know? It. I mean, spending some time together. And that, to me, that's all I need. You know, I think that's a good time. I'll tell you, so, you know, you said don't compare it to yours, but I'm going to because it's just, I don't know, it's, you know, it's the easiest one to do. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to deflect, but we're going to talk about ours. Yeah. So. <laughs> but... You know, so if we look at the, we kind of did a week-long one, the week leading up to our wedding. Uh, so Katie and I eloped when I was in the Navy um, because that's the only way that she would even be able to hear from me Yeah. Uh, when I got deployed. So we eloped right before I got deployed. When I got back, basically for like our one-year uh, anniversary, we basically had uh, a wedding ceremony. Like that was our, that was our thing. And so for the, the week leading up to that ceremony... It's kind of like our, our, our bachelor party hangout, whatever. I'll tell you, like, I, I, we did a lot of different activities, had a lot, of, a lot of fun stuff. The greatest night to me was the very first night, and it was the simplest night of all. It was literally just me, you, and Sebastian. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about this. This so, is it. So to, uh, I'll, I'll add on to this because we both have stories on this front, but – uh, it's a, di- it's a different experience if you're just a bat, uh, like just in the groomsman party, or if you're like, honestly, just an invite, an extra invite for the bachelor party. Cause you have no responsibility. <laughs> you just pay your 300 bucks or 500 or whatever it is. And then you go have a blast and you just tear things up, whatever. Um, flip side, yours, I was the best man. And, uh, I was, you know, tasked with planning this. And uh, as I've been most of the last 10 years, I was poor, so that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, nah, I'm kidding. I had a job, but it's still, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, it was 10 years ago. But I do remember, wow, it was. I do remember, like, feeling so much pressure to, like, make this awesome. And we knew we wanted to do it in Nashville yep. because it was leading up to the wedding. And what did we get there, Wednesday night? Wednesday night. So it was Wednesday, uh, obviously, wedding Saturday. Wedding Saturday. And we were going to blow it out kind of Thursday night. It was going to well, be the that, Thursday party. night was the big night. Yeah, that's when everybody yeah. else was coming. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, you and Sebastian came up a day early. Yeah, and then we just worked right into uh, rehearsal dinner and stuff on Friday. But Wednesday was just the tripod, which we've referred to a couple times. Yeah. You, me, and Sebastian. Went um, to, uh, I'll tell you, especially since we moved back I to Asheville. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, Scully's. you're going to know these places. I, I, that's right, yeah. Scully's. Okay. And so, and I learned this later. I had a great, like, it, you know, nothing crazy. It's not a ridiculous bar, but they had darts. They had, you know, but it, just, oh, yeah. it was just a standard sports bar. Yes. Nothing crazy. Standard sports bar. But we bar. loved it, right? We Rated had a up. blast. And I, and I remember telling Kay, I was like, dude, Skull is like so much fun. It's like yeah. the best bar ever. She's like, that is the trashiest, most <laughs> terrible bar in all of Asheville. Well, I do specifically remember, this is way, way, way pre-COVID. They had a, uh, 
a breathalyzer. <laughs> they had a breathalyzer machine in there, which I don't think we were getting to. We weren't. We didn't get to. Oh, okay, a little bit. But anyways, I just remember we had some pictures of us using the breath breathalyzer machine that night, and we were throwing darts, and we got pictures together. And yes, it was just the three of us, which. It was usually the three of us for a while, oh, yeah. so uh, that was a blast. That that was my because it was just it gave us time because you know I was in the Navy, you were uh, finishing it up at Lambeth, uh, Sebastian was still at Alabama, mm-hmm. so like we were all we'd all kind of separated, but you know we all stayed in touch and, and obviously right. and everything. But it just it gave us that time to just basically go back, and like that's what I loved. You know the next night was great because it was you know. 12, 13 of us, however many. and We're going to get there because I, I now that we're here, I do want to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but that, I mean, that's honestly, that was my favorite. I think because it was, it just, it meant, it meant more to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the next day was the day that I had kind of like quote unquote planned. I found like three things for us to do. We finished it in like 15 minutes. Well, so <laughs> what had happened was I was like, well, do you do in Asheville? You go zip lining, right? Yeah. So I, I knew we were going to go zip lining, and then I looked up, like, a couple breweries and a couple, like, there was a distillery, but that wasn't planned. I don't even think, I think I had found a place for us to go to dinner, and then we, we, did, not we did not go there. So what happened was we just got all in the same place. We did the zip lining thing early. In the, well, we met for breakfast at Honey, Tupelo Honey. Tupelo Honey. Tupelo Honey, which was fantastic. Yep. And what was interesting with yours was that you had friends from all different, like, times Dude, of your life. everywhere. So you had... Uh, friends from the Navy, you had friends from Alabama, you had friends from Huntsville, and anything else? I had a few in there from South Carolina. Yes. Uh, you know, Josh yep. runs a wine Some shop from Jacksonville. Stuff. We so had Vinny. Yes, Vinny. <laughs> Vinny made an impression on people that weekend. Uh, what's to do with the, the Mustang? Johnny Elkins. Johnny Elkins, yes. So Johnny and then uh, Brad was there. <laughs> and this is the second time that I met Brad, which – he thinks it's the first time because he doesn't remember the first time, yep. but this is the second time he met me. We still reminisce about this. Um, so it was interesting because, like, it was a bunch of guys that had never really all hung out, ex- like, in probably in little pockets of twos and threes and stuff, but uh, we'd never all gotten all together. So I'm getting there this morning, and I'll be honest with you, man. I'm rolling up thinking, all right, this is a bunch of Corey's Navy buddies. They're going to be a little rough around the edges. Might, be, uh, might not be the nicest people. Uh, I was just, I had my guard up. I was ready to like, just come in and try to be cool. You know, just like, all right. <laughs> Two of them are sommeliers. I, I've, like. I, I've surrounded myself with, with Navy men. I must look cool. <laughs> and I show up and it's, everybody's just like literally the coolest dudes you could have ever met. Like it was, it was awesome. You have a good ability to like attract like nice people around you. So yeah, anyways, so we go to Tupelo Honey for breakfast and then we go zip lining. And after that, I, I mean, like I said, I had like th- two things on a list but we literally just let people refer us to the next thing all night long. Dude, the greatest thing is we made we made friends with pretty much the owner everywhere we yes. went. And they yeah. they hooked us up. Yeah. So like we went from zip lining, they're like, to hey, the to uh, the distillery, Troy and Sons. Troy and Sons. And we met Troy. Yep. And she was the nicest lady. Amazing. Uh, told her, you know, hey, we're here for a bachelor party yep. and hanging out. She's like, oh, I'll tell you what. I know the owner down at Seven Sal's. Seven Sal's. It's going to be the best place. What do you want to eat? You know, so I'll go ahead and order. For, you know, we'll, we'll get oh. you with private stuff. It was we had a phenomenal. Table, table set up when we got there, uh, and we were bad. We were bad. Okay, we were we not good. <laughs> it weren't that bad. I mean, maybe. All right. The the story that I keep getting uh, kind of crapped on for. We're literally ten minutes into to dinner, and 
kind of a more of a late lunch, I guess, but whatever. And uh, I'm leaning back on my chair and completely fall. And all right, in your defense, okay. <sighs> at this point, we had gone to the distillery. We were not. We were not too messed up. But this was like a concrete stained floor, and I remember the chairs being like metal. So like you're slipping around on everything the whole time, but you definitely lean back, and there was like a, uh, it. it was like an old like garage door, garage thing, door, yeah. yeah. It was like a tin, like a tin garage door, or some sort of tin wall behind him, and <laughs> he slides, and it sounded like a gunshot went off. It was like pow, the whole restaurant, which wasn't big. There was like ten tables in this place. Yeah. Food was fantastic. And we had 10 of them. <laughs> and we, yeah, we had like three or four of them lined up together. And so, yes, Corey on his bachelor party ends up falling backwards. I mean, you were totally fine. Well, you hit your head or you, you fell into it and it made a loud noise, but like everything was fine. But it was one of those like, yep, the bachelor party is in the house. Can I, can I tell one story from that dinner? Yeah. I don't think you know. Mm, okay, fun. So, obviously. I'm scared now. I grew up as the fourth child in the Santos household. Right, I mean, I've always been the prodigal son, right? That's that's been one of our. So I invited Papa Santos. Papa My Santos. father was in attendance, uh, and so we had him at the bachelor party. He showed up late, though. He showed up. He showed up mid mid dinner. He showed up distillery, didn't he? Uh, or no, 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 he showed up at dinner. He did show up right at dinner. You're so right. we're we're sitting there. We'd already ordered a round of drinks and everything, and then he shows up and he's like, no, 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 and he orders a couple bottles of fancier wine. And As he does. We ordered a couple, you know, rounds of Patron, and yeah, you know, we're—I mean—we're celebrating, right? We're having a good time. And the end of dinner gets there. And to your point, you know, uh, I, these are friends from all different pockets. Some of them uh, were—you uh, know—this is ten years ago. We were all in our, you know, twenties, like Tipping. very early. Tipping. Dude, nobody yeah. had any money. And then you know, yeah. and like so, like, <laughs> I remember your dad? He looks up and he goes. Well, I didn't take any of those Patron shots. I'm not paying for that. Yeah. And then, like, Josh told me, he goes, dude, I was already paying for Vinny because Vinny didn't have any money. Yeah. And I didn't, I had like two quarters to rub together. Yeah. And he was like, man, this is, <laughs> why, why did we way, agree to I this? I think there were 15 of us or 12 of us. Oh, and I do remember it being, it was, it was over $1,000 for, yeah. for the meal, for sure, which I mean, $100 a person for that kind of thing uh, makes sense. Yeah. I, he, he, st- <laughs> he stepped up because he's yeah, a champ. That's funny. Um, it's funny. But well, yeah, okay, so 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 bachelor parties. Yeah. No, well, we're you know from there we went downhill. Uh, there was an Irish breakfast at some point that people were just uh, outraged over. I, at one point, you're running down the street, yelling, "Oh well, I was the can mayor I say this of now? Asheville?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was very prophetic. Maybe, maybe oh, I owned maybe it. Still. I already owned Asheville. Corey, at Corey, at that moment in time, ten years ago, said he was going to be the mayor of Asheville. It wasn't actually going to be. It was he was currently. <laughs> was present tense. He is the mayor of Asheville. He was just trying to speak it into an existence. And so. I'm, I'm still working on that. I'm still speaking into existence. Yep. It'll still yep. happen. Every single day. You uh, know? Yeah, I mean, I think the guy peed on a homeless man at some point. Like well, that happened. That the was, Cheeto Trail. That was accidental. It wasn't me, but I'm speaking for this person. It just happened to be in the vicinity and also covered up and didn't realize that this person was there. That's how the story goes. I wasn't there. So uh, some stuff happened, right? The Cheeto Trail is probably the best thing. The Cheeto tell, Trail. Tell, tell, tell the Cheeto Trail All right, story. So, some of us got back to the hotel before others did. And so, me being the wise leader that I was, I decided that, well, they don't know. I guess their phone was dead. They didn't know how to get to our room. 
So I decided that from the elevator all the way to the room, I would leave them a trail of Cheetos <laughs> to find Makes us. Makes perfect sense. I mean, it did at the at that point at three o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> probably one of the worst things I've ever done in my life. <laughs> so <kidding>. funny. <laughs> so funny though, because nope. we had a couple people who were like, "It worked." No, no. Like, what's sad is that it worked. There, there were there was because at one point we split off into different groups and like two people went here, three went there, and we got separated because. That's what happened at the end of the night. And no lie, people just slowly made it, made their way back to the room. And yes, the Cheetos led the way. Um, there were some photos that will not go on Twitter uh, of what... No, those <laughs> when, have been deleted and of, burned. Of when we got back to the room. But uh, some were in better shape than others. Um, yeah. But in all seriousness, even to this day, like Brad... I mean, I know he you know moved closer to us in Huntsville, but... Came to your bachelor party. Yes. I mean, where we swam with sharks. I guess we can tell that story. <laughs> um, so I'm a, a sane, rational person. Earlier, when I said I was a wise leader, uh, maybe that was a little stretch, but I'm a sane, rational person. So in a previous life, there was a bachelor party, and uh, we were at the beach. In what time of year was that? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. It was like spring. I feel like it yeah. was cooler out. It was cooler out. <sighs> yeah, it was cooler. I mean. I we're in remember. Charlotte. Yeah, no, we were in Charleston, Charleston. Folly, Folly Beach. That's what I, meant. Uh, I, ran, right. I rented a house out down there yeah. for us. We went down, uh, did that for a long weekend, and uh, invited a bunch of people. And yeah, there was uh, at one moment we were out there. There was probably four or five of us out there swimming. Okay, hold on. Now let's back up. Let's back oh, up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leading up to this trip, there had been all these reports on the news of shark sightings and shark attacks on the East Coast. Like, it was, like, our highest number in, like, years or whatever. So I had this going into my mind when we go down there. And, yes, to your point, it's, like, Thursday or Friday. And there's probably four or five out in the water. I go in up to, like, knee deep, and I said, I'm not going past my knee. <laughs> I'm just not. The The greatest part is we're looking back oh. on – Oh, man. I just, I'm so excited. I know. You're trying to get to the end. So we go out there, and obviously the drinks have been flowing. And – I remember Preston, and I don't know who else was leading the charge to get out there. Cody, maybe. Your dad. My dad was definitely a part of it. And so they start swimming out further because, you know, whatever. And, uh, and I'm like, yeah, nah, I, I'm out. I'm out. So I remember walking back to the house, and then we get back up to the house, and we look out, and this is where you were coming in, but you, you look back out at the group, and they're all, like, frantically running towards the house. Yeah. They're not – something has occurred, and, and something is wrong. And so we look back, and they're freaking out and yelling. We're up on the porch at this point, like, hanging out. And they come back, and lo and behold. There was a guy up on the beach trying to signal them, but they were out too far. They couldn't hear it. Yeah. And so they were holding, you know, his, his, his hands like a, like a fin above his head. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we know. There's rocks over there. We, yeah. we get it. We get it. Yeah, there's rocks. We'll be careful. Yes. And uh, he was trying to signal there was a shark. There was a shark. At least one. And so this was a, a one half of a two-man surfer duo. Uh, the other guy was out in the water. Yeah. And he was up on his board at one point and looks over and sees um, something very large in the water with a fin. So he, and he knows what he's looking for. So he sees a shark, and I guess his buddy, he signals to his buddy on the beach who tries to signal in our group. Anyways, once they figure out what's happening, they start sprinting in. And sure enough, just... The wise person that I am, I just felt very 
very vindicated in that moment. <laughs> you know? Yep. Everybody got to keep their limbs, which was really nice. Um, Fact. But uh, that was a heck of a story. That, but, one, that but, one was funny. So, to close, let, let's, we're going to move over into actual weddings, but to close out, like, the bachelor, I, by the way, bachelorette parties, not a clue. Don't so know what they do. here's the thing <laughs> with bachelorette parties. It's for Nashville, right? The only thing that I can ever think that bachelorette parties ever do is they do the little, like, petty cabs. Like, that's the they, pedal, where, they, where yeah, they're drinking taverns, and drinking. That's the only thing they ever think and, of. After that, I honestly don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. No, I no. really don't want to know. No, 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 no. I don't want to know. I've seen the aftermath, like at night at 2 a.m. when I'm working, and then they're strolling back to the hotel all messed up. It's yeah, it's not pretty. I'll be honest. It is not pretty. I don't want to know. And I feel like that's what a lot of girls think about bachelor parties. Like, they just they really don't want to know. And they're probably not wrong. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> fair. It's, it's never a finer moment in a groom's life, you know? Like, because you're the one that's getting fed the alcohol. Yeah, that's a harsh, harsh thing. But to close out the bachelor party topic... The best ones that I've ever been to have just been, like, it, it's not where, I mean, I guess it's somewhat location, but it's just getting a good group of people together. Like, obviously, Asheville's really cool. Um, you know, I've been to, obviously, the beach a couple times and stuff like that, but, you know, the one most recently I did was with my friend Dan, and it was just a cabin by the lake. That was it. And it was like, they had a pool table downstairs and a hot tub outside, and it was just, it just got rowdy. We played poker and played home run derby on PS4 Boom. and like you know it was just a just a, a fun fun guy time. I think the uh, all the fantasy drafts were going on at the time, so like six of us had different fantasy drafts going on, so we all kind of pitched in. Um, but at the end of the day, it's the it's the camaraderie. Yeah, you can do Vegas, which I've never done, and I don't. I don't know. We if I, I don't we know if would relive Hangover like that. We, would end yeah, up, no, we would, would lose Greg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, He's that, on the roof. And, and Doug it, is on the roof. It, Doug. I'm sorry. We would lose Doug. And you know what Doug's name would be? Cody Santos. That's 100% an accurate statement. And think about I'll, Savannah. Yeah. Just think about Savannah. Okay, so I was told by this individual that I had to tell this story on the podcast. Yeah, what you got? And I wasn't going to do it, but actually this is the perfect time to do it. So I will tell this story. Cody Santos, my middle brother, is very prone to getting lost. Fact. Uh, both on purpose, both voluntary and involuntary. <laughs> so we're in Savannah for Preston's? Yeah, it was Preston's. Preston's bachelor party. And same deal. Got a house on the beach. It was uh, St. Patty's Day weekend, and we're on Tybee Island. So uh, same deal, a bunch of, bunch of good guys together just hanging out, going to the, to the beach one day, just honestly hung around the house. But we were all going to go into downtown Savannah for St. Patty's Day. Which, if you did not know, Savannah on St. Patty's Day, it's, it's one of the probably top three cities, I would say, St. Patty's Day, if you ever want to celebrate it. You know, that, New Orleans and Chicago, uh, it, that's, it's, it's up there. It's insane. They, they kept, go hard. They told us that over and over and over again as we were, like, getting ready to go down there and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, sure, whatever. We get down there, there's like 100,000 people down there. Oh, yeah, easy. It's, absolutely insane so we probably wake up at like eight nine ten pregame and then we take like a trolley like a little shuttle or something down into savannah and it's like i don't know 15 miles or so maybe 12 to 15 miles from uh tybee island so it's a good little hike um so we get down there and you know we start at like 11 o'clock everybody's wearing green uh, cody's got like a 
Cody and I both had like beer hats on and like <laughs> Cody had like a green beard and you know, everybody's wearing all kinds of crazy stuff and we're just having a blast. We're just bar hopping. We went to a concert and stuff. We just were bar hopping. I mean, it was a blast, you know, green jello shots, the whole nine. It was, it was a, an absolute fantastic time. But you know, when you get started at 10 o'clock, seven o'clock rolls around and you're, uh, you're a little tired. So, and toasty. Yeah, a little toasty, a little tired, and uh, old man Van uh, got a little toasty, got a little tired, and I think it was me and maybe Reed, and maybe Brian, I don't, I can't remember, it was at least me and Reed, I remember that, but we uh, end up like, I think we like looked at each other, and I was like, dude, I'm, I'm wrecked, I'm done, and so we're like, let's get an Uber back to the house, which by the way, Uber was like 60 bucks, because it was, again, like 10, 15 miles, and so I look at the other six or seven people, and uh, I'm like, hey, listen, make sure my brother gets home. I'm like, Cody, look at Sebastian, look at Preston, make sure you get home with them. Yeah, cool, sure, cool. Sebastian, make sure he gets home with you, cool. Yo, make sure he gets home with you, make sure he gets home. So I'm like, mom will kill me if we lose him. So I mean, I, 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 I kind of might have spoken this into existence, but um, I tell everyone there, make sure he gets home. Cool, everybody says yes. So I go home. We didn't even, we probably got home at like 10 o'clock, even after all the Uber and everything. It was just crazy. So I think we get home at 10. I crash immediately and I go to sleep. Don't think anything of it. I wake up at midnight. I get, you know, restless sleep, not good sleep. We're not, we're not sleeping well at this point. And uh, I wake up and I hear all the noise downstairs. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll go see the guys or whatever. I'm going to go get some Gatorade or whatever. Go downstairs. Hey, you guys made it back. Nice. Cool. It's cool. Oh, cool. How did you have a good time? Cool. Awesome. Cool. Hey, oh yeah, cool. Where'd you guys end up going? Cool. Hey, where, where's, uh, is, is Cody downstairs? Oh yeah, we couldn't find him. <laughs> oh yeah, just couldn't find him. Oh man. Uh, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> so I wake up, oh, no. it's midnight on St. Patty's Day. We're in a strange place and every single other person here has made it home 15 miles away. I say home loosely, except for my brother. So <laughs> I immediately call him on his phone and it's dead. It's dead. Uh, the caller that you're attempting to call cannot be reached at this time. I'm like, oh, that's good. So I go from like, I mean, let's be real. I'm hungover at this point. It's midnight. <laughs> I, I'm like, I wake up from a daze and I realize my brother is downtown by himself with no phone. And he's been drinking all day. Uh, so a little freak out moment sits in, which is great. And I immediately just threw on my shoes. I mean, I had stopped drinking at like seven or eight and I took a nap, obviously. So I think at like 1230 or so, I get in my car and I drive to back into Savannah. I park it downtown totally illegally. Yep. I definitely could have gotten a ticket because there's no anywhere to park at this time nope. of night. There's food, every, food trucks everywhere and there's people and there's all kinds of stuff. So I get down there and I'm still calling his phone like every five you know, every, honestly, two minutes or so. And uh, I immediately went to the police station first, just actually hoping he got picked up because then, because then, <laughs> then he's there. You know where he is. was safe. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Then somebody was look, somebody good, well, seemingly good, was looking out for him. So go there. He's not there. Great. And I keep going. I go back to, like, I'm literally retracing. It is the hangover. I'm yeah. retracing my steps from the day before, but it's still the day before in my head. You know what I'm saying? So we're going down, except for uh, it's nighttime now. So it's definitely harder to see everything. And also, do you know what Cody was wearing, like I said earlier? All the green. He was wearing green. 
He was wearing a green beard. What's everybody and, else and wearing? A hat. And what was everybody else wearing? <laughs> All the green. They were wearing green. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So doing the eyeball test was very difficult. So again, I'm just calling him every every whatever. I go back to like one of the hotel bars. Hey, have you seen this guy? Hey, I mean, it's. I mean, they probably saw every single establishment. Probably saw thousands of people that day. So his phone finally turns on, and I get him on the phone, and I say, "Hey, where are you at?" And he goes, uh, "Oh, hey, come get me." And I'm like, "No, no, no. Tell me what because I know what state he's in. I also know what state I'm in, and I know his phone's probably got two percent." So I'm like, "Where are you at?" And I, he's kind of mumbling through some things. And mumbling through some things, I'm like, tell me one place that you recognize. And he finally, I get it out of him. He said, Cotton Exchange. Yep. So that's a popular restaurant down there that I actually got to go eat at, I think, last year with Kimberly or two years ago. So uh, (laughs) I take off running. I look, I put it in my phone. It's a mile and a half away. I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) So I just take off sprinting. I think I'm wearing boots and jeans and like, again, not, not a hundred percent, but I start take off sprinting in that direction. Cause I know if he gets distracted, he's, he go. he's gone, he's gone. I get down here. And if you know, downtown Savannah at all, there's like a, there's like a little cobblestone stepway that kind of goes down to the river. And so I, I get to the cotton exchange. I go down these steep, steep stairs, which were dangerous for me at the time. But I get down to this cobblestone road and I'll never forget it. Everything's closed. There's no one around. And Cody's just sitting Indian style in the middle of the street. <laughs> and I, and he's, I'm, you know, I want to, th- I want to say he was doing this in my mind that he was just throwing stones, on, like throwing little pebbles on the, on the street. He might not have been, but I yelled out Cody. <laughs> and he, t- he gets up and turns around and he just starts walking towards me. Like the biggest sigh of relief on his face. He throws his, his, his left arm around my shoulder and says, take me home. <laughs> just take me home. <laughs> Just take take me home. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's not how you want to end your bachelor uh, party experience. No, it's not. But uh, it happens. Seems about sometimes. right. There's always that one guy. Yeah, like there's always the one guy. There's always the one guy. And sometimes it's the same guy. <laughs> Most times it's you know you, you know which and you know what friend it's going to be when you go into it. Generally, look, either this is going to be an hour and a half long podcast, or we just spent half of this podcast on weddings on bachelor parties. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> It's fine. Oh, All right, we'll move, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move on. All right, so we go from we go from the bachelor party, right? And so now we're leading up into the ceremony. Can I just tell you how much of a racket every wedding ceremony actually is? And by that, I mean it costs so much money. All right, let's go back to what is a wedding? You want to define a wedding? No, I don't want to define a wedding. But a wedding is a union between two people. Look at you. False. Shakespeare. It's not. That's not what a wedding is. <laughs> it's turned. It's a party for everyone else but the two most important people involved. It's really what it is. I mean, I'll be That's honest. Fact. I'm not being cynical here. It is a great time. A wedding is about those two people, but it's very interesting how fast the wedding process, to your point, can get taken over by other things. It does. Like, I remember, you know, like uh, on your own wedding, right? You're sitting there and you're, you're, you just want to go hang out with your friends. You want to have some fun. You want to party. You want to do all this stuff. But you have to sit there and literally talk to the 300 people that came through, and your aunt does not care that you want to go see your, you know, your best friend from right. high school that you haven't seen in 10 years. They don't want to. They don't care. They they want. Oh, congratulations! You're so cute. When are you having a baby? Like that that yeah. that question to me is yeah. so ridiculous at a wedding. Like 
can I enjoy being a newlywed for it's like, it's like five the, minutes? It's like the proposal thing too. It's the same question. It's like, oh, congratulations on getting engaged. When's the when wedding? Is the wedding? It's like, dude, I got I got engaged last night. We didn't. I mean, I sp- that's not the first thing we talked I mean, about. I sprung this on her. Uh, clearly, we don't have a, a date set. And no guy is ever going to plan it. Like I should be real about it. No, not going to happen. No, not going to happen. And We're going to do our best though. Eh, Some of us here will. is here has always been my advice to any of my friends who have gotten engaged. This is always my advice. And so for any women who may listen to this, just ignore this because I think it's solid advice for a dude. And if you figure out the ploy, it won't work. It's just going to go one way or the other here. It's going to be fine. You'll like it. Hey, we've only got like 2% of our listeners that are female. Oh, fair it's enough. basically just Kimberly uh, and your wife. These, these are the <laughs> Filipino chicks. Uh, anyway, all right. Um, here's what I've always told any of my friends, any anybody. Pick one thing and be adamant about that one thing. It shows that you care. And it can be very silly. It doesn't have to be the most serious thing. I'll tell you what it was for my wedding. It was that uh, the groom and best man had houndstooth bow ties. And we rocked them. And we rocked those houndstooth bow ties hard. I still got them. Oh, yeah, I dude. Still I, got mine. I still got mine. It's, 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 it's an important one. I mean, obviously, I can't put that. It's, a, it's an important one to me. But I am a bow tie dude. I wear a lot of bow ties. There you go. But yeah, it's that, it's that one thing. It's like, listen, I care so much about this. Hey, I'm still trying to find the right one, right? Okay, it, it took me five seconds to find the right bow tie. It's, it's a houndstooth bow tie, hit up high cotton, they got me, I was Boom. done. I was done. But, not the point. It showed that I cared. Fair. It showed that I cared. Because once, it, once you get closer to that date, she's going to be so stressed out on trying to do 18 million things that you're going to have to play a little bit of damage control. But as long as you show, baby, I got to go find these bow ties. You know what? You're right. You've been adamant about that this whole time. I believe you. Go do it. You're going to get out of some stuff. Boom. I do remember for our wedding, like, day of. Uh, so we got married in the mountains, right? Away from everything. There wasn't a whole lot around. It was really beautiful. That day was great. Dude, that, that it, day it was, was like a Pinterest Instagram story. It, it was rainy, but we're up in the mountains in Asheville. It was, it yeah. was like, perfect. It, it did, was it great. Was like, it was cool. It was fun. It was and the guy that played the songs, like, the whole time was really good, too. It's fine. It's no big no. Can, right, it was you. me. It no. was me. Well, you played I played one song. I played two songs. I played one song. You played okay. one song. <laughs> you played one song. But it was good. I don't know. It was good. It was great. Well, go ahead. Uh, no, what's great is that the, uh, we'll talk groomsmen and, and bridesmaids here in a second. This may be the transition. Yeah. But for, for my wedding specifically, it's so funny. We still joke about it. I mean, we had, I don't know how many we had, like nine on each side, something like that. It was those up there. We had, we had a we had we had a, we had a number. We've we've been around, uh, so we've got some really good friends, and the groomsmen rocked it. All right, they played a little prank on us during the ceremony and ended up serenading us with a with a song mm-hmm. as it was going on. Van played while the 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 song for my wife while she was walking down the aisle, and and did that. So I mean, it was very sentimental, very beautiful. Um, best day of my life, acoustic version. Definitely give you a shout out. I really don't like that band, but whatever. Uh, it's it's fine. It wasn't my choice. They rocked it. You know, the, the groomsmen were on point with everything. The bridesmaids had one job during the ceremony. One job. Uh-oh. They had to go hit the stupid iPod that was plugged in because we originally were getting married outside and we had the whole thing set up. But because it was raining a little bit, we moved it indoors because we had an indoor spot as I well. I do remember this now. They had to go yeah. over there and literally the last girl, I love Rachel to death, but she still screwed it up and I still gave her crap for it. All she had to go is hit play on an iPod to play the song as we walked out. Negative shout out. Bruh. Uh-oh. No. We Uh-oh. got nothing. 
We got so we stood there like staring at each other for like two seconds. Like, what are we? Just screw it. Let's go. Push. That's play. all she had to do. That's all she had to do. So we, you know, we're laughing. We went out. Uh, ended up really looking like some uh, some Jim and Pam kind of dancing just down the <laughs> aisle as we were going out. Because I mean, what else were you gonna do at that point? Just have fun with it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Okay. I don't know where I was going with that, but groomsmen and bridesmaids. What is, I mean, we had, we had, I think, eight or nine. I mean, there's, there's a lot of us. What, what, what's kind of that number, and how do you decide? What, what's the deciding factor? You, you're, you're going through it and I just know, went through it. I know. So I think the number that I said at first was six. But, damn, to your point, I've got friends all over. Yeah, it's hard. I live some life now, you know what I'm saying? It's like I've just got, you know, older friends, newer friends, Friends that have been close, friends that have kind of drifted away. I mean, we talked about that on the friendship pod a little bit, but it's like, oh, it's just tough. And uh, and that there's such a playing of favorites game, which I hate. Yeah. I hate that um, because I don't think it should ever be – somebody's friendship should not not be diminished by whether they're on the left or the right side of somebody in, for like 10 minutes, maybe yeah. five, maybe it five. Matter. It's very, very silly. Um, so it's just a funny little status game that gets played there. But to your point, it's like you start off with a number. I mean, I feel like five or six should be like a sweet spot. But then like some people. 14 later. But then you're like, well, but you got this guy. But then you got that girl. But then you got this. Oh, but can't forget about so. Don't if, forget about my brother-in-law. My favorites are when it's like, but if you don't do that, then this other person could be upset at you. And then they're going to get upset if they don't get upset. And then I'm like, all right, come on. Or what about like here? Here's the ones, and, and I get it. This one, this it's valid. I'm not diminishing the validity at this point. Okay. But it's usually like I've seen this a lot. It's the bride's family that has like brothers, and like yes. oh, they need to be groomsmen. Like I don't know them. That is a uh, yeah. I feel like that's an old school thing too. Like that used to be how it's. I mean, just I've seen that a lot. Yeah. And again, it doesn't diminish them being there for that moment, but it's also kind of like. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's kind of like I, I don't know. I feel it, in my mind like the groom the the groom should control the groomsmen. Like those are your yeah. those are your boys. That's 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 who you're going to battle with. That's mm-hmm. who's going to fight for you. And, and the bride the other way, right? Like that right. she should be. You know, if I had a sister, I wouldn't expect you know okay to have my sister. Like you know, I just I don't know. Yeah, like she's there. That's cool. Great. Love you. I'll get a picture with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what, what do you want me to do? It's just it's like a forced awkward situation. It kind of is, because yeah. then if you don't do it, you're not like, coming into that family too hot. And you know what? I think we look past it from that movie, but that's what Alan is. Isn't it's Alan, true. Alan is the brother-in-law. Yeah, he is. He's the future brother-in-law, coming in wearing the Wolfpack shirt. But you know what? He does form the Wolfpack out of the four. Rufalin. <laughs> <laughs> they should call it Flores. Flores. Uh, so we do forget about that, but that is the consequence of what can happen when you invite the stranger into the pack. Naturally. So... I mean, I don't see how it could go any other way. People lost teeth. People got lost. That's science. It's people got sunburned. Um, some other things happened. Someone got married. Yep. There was a naked Chinese man. That was mind blowing. The first time I saw that scene, I was like, "Oh wow, we went there. We 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 really went there." He is a doctor, an actual doctor, like a legitimate an MD, an MD. doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy. I love it. So weddings. Uh, wedding parties. Dude, what about the actual just... All right, so we're, we're at the ceremony now. I've already given my spiel and plug to uh, hire me if you want me to do your wedding. Uh, but I'm a little pissed. Uh-oh. I'm a little pissed right now. 
Oh God. So I, I looked up, you know, the two seconds that we were doing all this stuff, trying to get past the technical difficulties at the beginning of uh, some average costs. You know what the average cost is for an efficient? Money, money, money. Everything's with money. I don't know. Uh, $300. $300? $300. I owe you some money. I'm so upset right now. Hey, as soon as I get some, I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, in keychains. Okay. I'm so mad that that got cut out. For those of you out there that, that are hearing this, it was in the Christmas pod, and Corey was telling a story about the crappy gift that I got him, and the, the Zoom call cut out right at that moment, but I got him a, uh, a TED is that yeah, right? Yeah, I think it's Ted or Ted 2. But Ted yeah, or Ted 2, a talking keychain. That was my gift. And in return, I got alcohol. So uh, not, well, a good fr- not a good friend. And then I didn't, I didn't even think about it, but uh, in your guest room right now, you have a signed Tyrone Prothrow, uh, you know, yep. Daniel A. Moore print. Th- as soon as he thought about it, as soon as he saw it, I was like, damn it, that's another good gift that he got me that I've not reciprocated. <laughs> You've reciprocated with love. He's going to come out to it's like a fun. brand new Audi one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, make it a Tesla. You know, listen, uh, Elon Musk, we'll make that man richer. Okay. Let's keep it back. He, he, he fell under bit. He fell under say, Bezos. All right. He's he, back to number two. He needs to Let's catch get him up, back right? to number one. I know, Let's right? get him back up there. Crazy, crazy dude. Let's help the rich, the rich get richer. So, so stupid. Uh, so efficient's stupid. $300. $300. $300 for an efficient. Yeah. What, uh, I'll tell you, I mean, I, I think, you know, we, we got married in a barn yep. in the woods. Correct. And I'm pretty sure, I can't really listen, this was 10 years ago, but it was, I want to say it was like 15 to 20K. Like, not, not for the, like oh, the, for whole the whole thing. thing. Whole the thing. whole thing. I was going to say, my dad didn't charge you anything. <laughs> no, he did not. Yeah, so I, I, gave, I gave him crap that he didn't give me anything, and I made his dad marry us. And then he there we go. So, uh, yeah, but I think, I think it was round, yeah. round, round about there. And that's on the low end. That is on the low end. I'll tell you, I worked at, um, <clears throat> one of the hotels I worked at was like a, a Marriott autograph collection. Uh, I, I, can, I can say this. Union Station. Um, it's like an old railroad station in Nashville that's been around for like, I guess, 120 years now or 110 or so. Um, it's like a small boutique hotel. And we would do weddings there. And I, don't, I never saw the figures, so this is not, I'm not like really, I'm giving anything up. But I know, I know for a fact that some of those weddings were easily over 100, 150K. Just between the band food, tables, uh, florist, they would bring in some of the most ridiculous floral arrangements, I guess, whatever you call them. Crazy stuff. And then you got to think about a dress. Think about how much, you know, brides spend on dresses. Um, Average cost wedding dress, 1631. Hmm. How wait, much? Wait, 1600? Yeah. Or 16,000. 1,600. Oh, I was like, still. Good God. Not oh, that's still. Dude, how much do you think? So if the wedding dress is 1,600, what do you think the groom's attire is? Uh, that's interesting. I feel like most weddings I go to, it's pretty, pretty affordable. Like 300 bucks, 200 bucks. 283. Boom. Look at that right there. Right I was there. on. Because I don't feel like we care as much. No. That's I the did, bow tie. I really, yeah, exactly. I did, looking at, at mine coming up i i wanted to go out go all out a little bit but it just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense it's just silly what's the what's the biggest listen i understand venue costs i, I do like mm-hmm. that that part i get right that that costs money there is the biggest con with weddings to me with with the cost what do you think like what is what is the one thing and in, involved in a wedding that you're going to spend way too much money on that you just will never understand hmm 
What one individual thing from a one wedding? One individual thing, yeah. I mean, food, maybe? Yeah, but you kind of need food, right? Like DJ? DJ, that's a good one. That's DJ, a good one. That's a really I'm good sorry, one. sorry, unless they're bringing their own lights and speakers and smoke machines and like lasers. That's a good one. Unless they're doing that, then their cost is really just their time and their show up. That's and it. They're, all they're doing is plugging in their iPod. And that's right. a good point as well. What is it? Let me say what I think. What you got in mind? Let me say what I think. I'm thinking photographer. Ooh, that's a good one. And videographer. Okay. I do not. Why am I giving you three? As a creative, is is almost three grand for each a wedding? As a creative, I I I I don't like this. You're only you're (laughs) only, dude. I can't I can't validate that. So it, it does take a long. It's not like they're snapping and just sending. They're snapping and then they're like going through and they're like editing some things. And sometimes that thing, especially video, video is a laborsome thing. I'm sorry. I'm I hate sorry. It. But, I hate but it so now, much. now, now, flip side, how many times are you going to watch that video? Twice. You're going to watch it twice. You're going to watch it on your anniversary for the first time. And, and I, then like one you're, time you're when 25. you're in trouble and you want to you <laughs> like have her walk no. in while you're watching it, you're like, oh, sweetie, I really care. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, we were, all, we, were all, we were on the beach. Kimberly and I were on a beach and we just had an iPhone. I know. I well, mean, there was hey, like 14 iPhones and 17 true. iPads. And you know what that video the, the sounds corona. like? You know, video, you know what that video <laughs> you sounds like? You can't hear me. You can't hear me. It's just, just waves and, and wind on the beach the whole time. Yep. So, um, okay. That's valid, though, because it's a lot. And I think, actually, um, we, we did not do any videographer. We have a good photographer coming yeah. in. And he actually did our engagement photos, too, which was really, really good. Um, but... That I, I understand that. Now, to finish up, not to finish up, to revisit the, the story about the hotel I was just talking about, I will tell you, probably the, the, one of the better weddings I ever saw there. Again, I'm not attending. I'm just around helping. I'm, I'm the yeah. help at this point. Um, you know who I met? Mm. Al Gore. No. So I now The father th- of the internet? <laughs> Al Gore. Uh, the inconvenient truth himself. Uh, I got to meet Al Gore and I shook his hand. I did. I like stuck it out. Like I got the door for him. He hopped out and I absolutely shook his hand. Just because I mean, it's Al Gore. What are you gonna? What, You're never what? gonna see him again. What? So uh, cool. I don't know the. I, know, I have no idea relation or whatever why he was there, but I do remember uh, He's meeting from him there. And that actually, now that we're looking back, it was such a brief encounter that it, it didn't strike me as one of my favorite celebrity encounters. But it's still a big one. one That's of a big one. one of the biggest ones. That's a big guy right there. Not Dude, I mean, literally, he you know could have won. I mean, he, t- he won the popular vote. I mean, technically, he could have yeah. been president. Yeah. Right? I mean, yes. and then Clinton was impeached, so he almost was the president then. I, yeah. What about, because I feel pretty passionately about this thing that we're about to talk about. What about best man speeches? Best man and bride's yep. maid of honor maid speeches. Of honor. What no. about speeches after that? Because I've had, I've experienced some crazy speeches. Afterwards, <laughs> I've given one, one. Okay. I think just one. Give one a month. Um, I know. I'm just thinking. I've. I'm only one best man, which is great. That's how it should be. You shouldn't be 18 best men. Anyways, there can only be one. Um, <laughs> Highlander. Highlander. Boom. I'm so glad you got that. All right. So. <laughs> That's all right. Best man. <laughs> all right. I went to a wedding one time where, I I no lie, there were at least four to five speeches. No. It's a one-on-one. And, and it then was, maybe parents. And it was like best man. Then it was like brother. And then it was like bridesmaid. It was a group maid of honor. Maid of honor? I don't know. Mm. My, uh, maid of honor. 
And then it was like another girl. And then it was like two other girls went. And it was just like, okay, I'm going next. Okay, after she's done, I'm going. And it was like, okay, okay, this isn't, you know, this isn't diaries of whatever. Like, you get nope. one and done. That's it. No, 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 no uh, sisterhood of the traveling pants here. I don't know that reference. Okay. I don't, even, I don't even understand what you're saying right now. Yep. No, I, just I, I don't speak Accept Spanish. it and keep going. What happened in that movie? <laughs> Let them tell you, it's a really great story. Oh, my God. Tell me more. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's the other thing about after you get married is you have to watch crappy movies. Mm. So many crappy movies. Anyway, uh, no, dude, it should be one. It should be your, your, your best man, maid of honor, and the parents. The parents should be allowed to speak. the parents want to speak. If they want to. Especially the ones that are hosting. If they want to speak, for sure. Or the non. It doesn't matter. Parents. No. Parents, parents should be allowed to speak. And that, that, that yeah. should be it. It shouldn't go on past that. Now... To your to your point earlier, uh, there are definitely some entertaining ways to give that speech. Fact. There are some very entertaining. One of the best ones, and I still remember how I've closed out a couple, um, and and I, I usually like to close it out with some uh, with a quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think I did something like this. I had I had like I remember I had all this stuff written down. When I was doing uh, doing the other one, and, and I was just like, you know, hey, this is good, this is great, and going. And as soon as I started talking, I'm like, no, nah, screw this, I'm just gonna talk. Like, and I just From started talking, just started talking. And I ended it with, um, I give you a quote from the great philosophizer Kanye West: "May your only pain be champagne." <laughs> and like that's like that's the end, right? That's that's the toast line. Uh, that's it. And I mean, I don't know. It's fun. The I, mic drop, dude. I well, I I'm a different person though. Like I like getting out in front of people. I love talking. I love yeah. public speaking. Like that's pre- presenting and doing different. That's generally where I can shine. So I enjoy it. Yeah. You know. But there, it's funny because like you'll see like that personality, and then it's usually the other one, like the the maid of honor or vice versa. Like it, it always goes, you know, goes either yeah. way. Of the other who hates speaking in front of people. Oh. Oh man, there's been some so times funny. where like the one half of those speech, the speech is like good, and then the next person comes up and it's like top that, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's bad. Yep. So I, th- I think the other thing I'm thinking about because Kimberly and I have talked about this for our wedding coming up, we'll probably let people talk at the rehearsal dinner, as you should, and that's not, where you let it happen, and not at the wedding because here's the thing. I'm sorry, but. All those people in that room probably don't care about your sixth grade story about that time that you wrote that thing in your locker, and then you remember that to this day, and you still play that song that one time that you were driving home from that party or the game. Ah, no offense, they don't really care. Yep. So, you know, going along with like just the keeping things easy. I don't. We're not gonna. I, I think I may say a few words. The thank yous. You know, the thank yous and here. stuff. But I don't think we're gonna do like some long drawn out, you know, speech giving time. Uh, rehearsal dinner definitely makes more sense because it's close family and friends, you know? Is this, is, this, is this your way of breaking it to me that I can't get out there and give a speech? Is this, uh, is this how we're doing that uh, right now? Surprise. <laughs> surprise. Um, I say this now, and then we'll get to that night. I'm like, speech! Speech! <laughs> speech! Um, at which you'll announce your candidacy for the... For the <laughs> yeah, I'm going to run for Senate in Tennessee. I, was, I don't even live in Tennessee. I was going to say, you it's won't even happen. have anybody there that, yeah. will, that will mean anything to. Nope. So. Uh, all right, so speeches... Speeches are big. Uh, I just feel, I just, I've sat there as an, an attendee so many times, and you just, you can look, you can read the room around you, 
and they start talking, and it's like, dude, and it always happens like right before or right at the beginning of food. I, I know. And so everybody's like, I want to eat. I don't care about you. I'm either ready to eat. dance or I'm ready to nap. That's it. But I don't care about your story from sixth grade. Nope. It's really sad, but it's it's a sad truth. Um, so you were trying to bring up the night, night the, of the after party. Yeah, after party. There's always an after party. There is. Have you? I got tricked into hosting an after party. So we were uh, we were going to a friend's wedding. Okay, and, okay. I was like, yeah. uh, excuse me, sir. After your wedding, you did not show up anywhere. So I yep. swear to God, if you were if you yep. were hosting somewhere and I wasn't invited, we <laughs> we, we got we problems. got some issues right here. <laughs> we got some issues. Uh, nope. Went back to the uh, the Kapua Suite and uh, Kapua Suite. Okay, so you were saying uh, anyway, you got yeah. So we were. Uh, I think you've told I think part, I, I think a shoot off of this story, a part I, of this I story before. Uh, and, I, and I won't go into crazy detail, but we were we would you know we were at a friend's party or a friend's wedding and uh, decided to split a cabin with another this couple. This is the guy that you had to fake being nice to. Yeah, this is the guy yes. I had to fake being nice to. Same, same, same deal. Yes. And like, I didn't know, man. We, we ended up apparently we were the party cabin, and I did not know that when I agreed to split this cabin mm. for the weekend. I was not happy about it. <laughs> all I wanted to do was sleep, dude. Hosting is all I wanted to do was sleep. Is uh, it takes a lot of effort. Yeah. You got to actually entertain. And then especially if it's like an Airbnb thing, you're like, oh, crap. We've got now like 50 or 75 people here. got to clean up. Something's going to get broken. Yes. I'm going to get charged extra. Yep. This is, I didn't even know that this was happening. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, I wasn't happy. And then, that, yeah, that guy was just a huge D-bag. So that also did not help <laughs> that I had to fake being nice to him for a full weekend. I don't know if I've ever been to a successful after party after a wedding, to be honest. No. We, after years, I think we went out to a bar, maybe. Wicked Weed. I think I went to Wicked Weed. Yeah, yeah. We went to the brewery. Uh, that was pretty just chill, laid back. I don't think I've ever been to, like, a big blowout after party. I'm also getting older, so mm. that works against that theory. But um, I don't know if I'd say it's important. No, but it's, I think it's part of it. There's always one. It leads to the, always it leads to that idea I said at the beginning that it's not about the two people it's that are not. getting married. <laughs> no one cares about you. It's a celebration of you, but it's a celebration of the idea of It's you. an excuse to go get yeah. messed up. Yeah. That's what it is. Free food and alcohol and dancing. Put me in, coach. Come on. Put me I'm, in. I'm, I'm ready to play. That's it. Um, Last thing then with weddings. Honeymoon style. Honeymoons. Hmm. You guys have been having this talk. We've been talking about this a good bit, and we're, we're having a, I'm not going to say, there's some friction. There's mm. some friction. Not, not in a bad way. Uh, we're good. Kimberly uh, grew up a traveler. So her dad was a pilot, and he had a sailboat. And so she quite literally grew up, like, having the roar of the engines, like, putting her to sleep at night. And, like, she's been to Italy and, like, tons of countries. And she's just been all over the place. So I was listing some places, like, would you want to go here? And it's like, nah, I've already been there. I don't want to do that. I'm like, okay, well... <laughs> So there's uh, there's now three places in the world that we can go for our honeymoon. So only three places she no, hasn't been. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. We're gonna we're gonna find a cool place, but uh, we might we may wait a little while too. Which honestly, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I kind of wanna. We may push back on. I may push back on that a little bit because it's just it loses a little bit of that. I feel like it might. I don't know. Did you guys go anywhere right after you did? Didn't you? No. No, we didn't. Oh, okay. We have not technically been on a honeymoon. So, I mean, obviously, we eloped. Our honeymoon was me getting deployed. Mm, and fun. then for our one-year anniversary. Uh, right? I got to go around the world. She hey. did not. Um, and then for our one-year anniversary, well, we did the ceremony and everything. You got to go around the world in a, 
in a, in a small, submarine. Small I, didn't, I didn't get tube. to see anything. Small metal to go tube with world. a bunch of dudes. So yeah, it was great. <clears throat> Loved it. Uh, but yeah, and then, you know, for the one year, so what we have always talked about, um, and then, you know, back then, yeah, it's not like we had time or money to blow or any of that kind of, it's expensive. So what we've talked about is our 10 year. So it's going to be our nine year anniversary, um, in March. And then for our 10 year next year, especially kind of given COVID and everything, we'll probably do in Paris. Very probably, cool. Probably going to do Paris for like a week or so and, and go do that and, you know, have a nice little blowout and. Go big. That'd so be cool. That's that's we, tentatively the yeah. plan. We talked about like Mediterranean something, yep. maybe Italy again. She said she'd been, but obviously it would be just gorgeous. Well, she's she's a beach person, like yes. so, like that. That just makes sense. Well, that's what I said at first, but also we do the beach a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's interesting with us, and to this day, this this is still true. We have never taken a trip. We've been together for four years now, all, coming up on four years, um, but. We've never taken a trip, just the two of us. Dude, it's weird. So which is weird. Yep. It's like you don't think you don't about think it. About we're it. super, yep. super close, and like it's the best. I mean, we're we're married now, obviously, but like it's the best relationship I've ever been in. We're gonna do a relationship pod at some point. I'm yep. pretty excited for that. But um, you know, I would hope it's the best one you've been in. I mean, <laughs> you are married, girl. Actually, I, you already got I, married. I know, I know. It's an obvious statement, but. I wouldn't have jumped into marriage again had it not been the best thing that I've ever experienced. So it's really, really good. But like, and we feel very close all the time, but it's weird that we've never like gone anywhere and just gone off by ourselves. So honestly, for me, I don't really care where we go. And I think she's kind of sharing that same sentiment a little bit, but you know, as long as it's just us, we turn our phones off, put them in like the, the lock box and like, whatever, just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, just escape yeah. and maybe not even tell anybody and maybe just never come back. You know what I'm saying? Even and, and just, uh, good luck with the podcast by yourself. Listen, I can talk, talk B, B all day. Talking B. <laughs> all oh, day. Man. Um, but, but yeah, I, I mean, yes, the honeymoon I feel like is super important now. Like I, I feel like I, I know you guys didn't get one. I'm very sorry about that, but we're getting one. I feel like you'll, you, you'll get one and um, we'll make up for it. Yes. I mean, you know, you know how I do. Yes. I got to go big. Yes. That's all, it's, it's all always been. So we'll go big. We'll have some fun with it. That's it. But man, weddings. Wedding season. I'm excited. There's, for no, there's nothing better than wedding season. I'm excited for this vaccine getting rolled out, getting some more people out and about, and getting wedding season back. Back on track. The, all the other crazy thing is like weddings are going to be backlogged now. There's people that like I've had so many friends have to push. Yeah, there's people that had to push their weddings, and so we're about to get a swarm of weddings, all of the weddings. It's gonna go from zero to sixty real quick. Any topics we missed? I mean, we went from the beginning to the end. We did. We did. Cost, teardown, bands. Oh, here's one. Band or DJ? I'm very opinionated about this. Yes, that's all, that's what I wanted to hear. Band or DJ? I, I, I already I, I may have alluded to this earlier. Where DJ, all you're doing is paying a guy, you know, a okay, grand to plug in an iPod. Valid. Uh, but, but, it gives you a, a vast, you know, variety. So I yes. get it. My suggestion is honestly, like, I'm not gonna say my wedding's better than everybody's wedding, but this is what we did. It, I liked it. We did a band during the cocktail hour. Right, and I then when this. it when it got after the food and the drinks and the speeches, then we had a DJ takeover. Mm-hmm. 
So we had both, and I, I just, I enjoyed that, you know, it, we got, you know, we had a, we had some fun with the cocktail hours, all the, you know, little kids that were around, that gave them some time to dance and have fun and do everything, and then dinner came, and then it got a little later, all the little kids left, and send then we the got party. Send the grandparents home, and then... It was on. Time to cut a rug. I mean, the club happened. Do they still say that? Cut, cut sure. a rug? Why not? I need to look that up. Where's that from? Cutting a rug. I don't know. The intranets? Yeah, we'll look that up at some point. All right, so you're half half DJ, half band. That would half be band, my suggestion, DJ. but I do. If I if I if I if you hold a gun to my head, have to pick. I'm going band. There's a, there's there are really really good wedding bands out there that are fun that they know how to play. Um, they know how to play pop music, rock, country, slow, fast. They can they can do the ebb and flow of what a wedding needs. Mm-hmm. And then there are bad ones. Facts. So I've been to some where it's just like shout on a repeat, which, by the way, you have to play shout at a wedding. Fact. If you're at a wedding and you don't hear shout, then that wedding sucked. I just remember that wedding was terrible. I remember it at mine, <laughs> and like I, I just remember running around until I could find you. Yeah. Like, oh. I was really like, I will find you. <laughs> and I'll I don't find you. I don't know. Oh, stage five clinger. I don't know <laughs> if that was this moment, but we're gonna post a picture of your wedding with me when I found you. Pop it out. And I popped up. I think you and Katie were dancing on the dance floor, and I just popped it right into a photo. I just <laughs> photobombed the crap out of you guys. Perfect. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you got a good band that can read the room, uh, that can be the way to go. But also, if you got a good DJ that can kind of MC and, like, walk, again, read the room and walk everybody through it, that can, be, that can be pretty good, too. But weddings, man. Wedding season is coming up for me. You know, we, we did uh, – we didn't even really elope. We just got married already, but <laughs> – Ain't so, wrong with it. so uh, a lot of the stress is off of us, but we're just—it's nice because we're—it takes the stress out of it, and uh, we are really looking forward to it. And this pod has been pretty great. I enjoyed this. This we didn't. For those of you out there, we did not plan on a topic until probably about an hour before we got on here. So, uh, very little research, almost a cold call, but uh, weddings. Uh, if you guys have any wedding stories, feel free to share them on Twitter. So uh, look forward to getting some feedback from you guys. Thank you for tuning in to episode 12, titled Wedding Season. As this vaccine rolls out, we hope that all of you out there get to safely enjoy the best season that there is, and that's wedding season. As a reminder, you can interact with us on Twitter at Talkin underscore B underscore S, and you can, of course, find us on all major podcasting platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. This has been another episode of Talkin' BS.